Hello and welcome to Open-Minded Skeptic. This is an episode numbered, a certain number, which comes in sequence to the other numbers that we've done before the show. Three, maybe? Four? Something like that. It's not that many. We should be up, I think, to six. Maybe. Maybe it's six. Let's cover all our bases. This is show number four, number five, number six. Yeah, just in case. (laughs) This is four, five, six, seven, eight, six, seven, five, three, oh, and nine. And we want to welcome you. We're going to discuss four topics tonight. Yep. Quickly, briefly, four topics. Right here in the beautiful lands of the Colorado Mountains. Okay. Sounds good. There's been sightings out here. Yes. Of everything from UFOs to Loch Ness Monster. That's right. To uh, Father Malachi and also Bigfoot. Yeah. And it's ironic that uh, in the last two years since they've legalized marijuana, sightings of all sorts of things have gone sky high here in Colorado. That's very true. And and we're here to discuss all four of those objects as we kick off for you another open-minded skeptic. Uh, How you feeling? I'm feeling a million times better than I think the last time we recorded I had a flu. Yes. Yeah, you were you were under the weather. And, and I'm feeling better. And you're feeling better, but I do got to pull the curtain back and let everybody know that we had done this show before, and I had the mic this way. And you can't really record a show when your voice sounds like this. It literally sounded like you were in a closet when we played the, the audio back. <laughs> and I should play it. I haven't. Yeah, just it's like this. <laughs> yeah. This is what happens when you don't wear headphones during recording, folks. Yeah, first the first time, and I was like, "Oh well, he's going." Uh, we don't need headphones. I said we Let's, don't need protection for this one. We're going bareback. Or, That's right, <laughs> barrier. And every time you go bareback, something happens. Bad things happen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was. Uh, that was a, a couple of weeks ago because I got sick right after that, and that's why this is a delay. Yeah, but we're uh, going to recover these issues and try to do this on a fairly regular basis again. Sure. All right. And the cool thing is, we're doing four shows in one. Why don't we start off with this UFO crap? Yes. Which I call crap, but I don't want to call it all shenanigans. But at the same time. Let me hear your thoughts and what you think. Okay. Here's the article. The article is uh, some released photographs from a U.S. submarine from the 1970s. And it shows through the periscope a bunch of still photographs of a very flat, large object. And uh, some of the pictures are kind of triangular shape. But uh, it's literally right on the horizon of the ocean. Right. And in a couple of pictures, it... It either is diving in the water or it has been shot at and streams of smoke or water, I don't know which, are coming off of it. So here's the thing. They, they claim, this is uh, the U.S. government in the article, that they were just videotaping this or, or they were filming it. Right. And it's a UFO. It's right. not a target. It's not a um, device they use for shooting practice. But uh, it's not the Avengers uh, stronghold. No, nothing like that. That's what it looks like. It does kind of look that way. Especially in that picture right there in the corner. 
But some skeptics say, yeah, they've used floating targets right on the edge of the water, right on the horizon, and uh, they've used them for targeting practice. But the, according to this, that's not what it was. This is, you know, that's the official government stance. It was just something they saw and took pictures of, which leads to a lot of people in the UFO community saying, there's your proof. There's your proof that there's an actual UFO. And you mean it was big UFO? Big, big UFO. <laughs> The UFO community. Well, yeah, 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 the UFO. How about the UFO believer community? How I about you. that? Oh, that's just cute. <laughs> Do they have a parade and they're like, hey, UFO, we won't go. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, uh, that yeah, was you, cute. I, 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 you know what? There's communities of everything nowadays. You I got know. the gay community, you got the anti gay community, you got the UFO community, you got the anti UFO community. The craft People. beer community. Sure. Yeah. So, um, so believers in UFOs and government conspiracy of covering it up say it's legit. Um, the photos are legit. It's you know definitely pictures off of a submarine from uh, the periscope. Yeah. What the target picture is, hard to say. Yes, it's floating above the water in the horizon. It's moving around. Yeah. But then a couple of them, you know, it looks like it's either diving into the ocean or just coming out of the ocean or being shot at. It's... There's just not enough information for me to say, yes, 100%, that is a UFO. But a couple of them are kind of intriguing. They're, you know, the triangular shape of the craft. The lighting. The lighting. It's very metallic. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I don't know what to say. I just know that, you know, it's a photograph. It's a government photograph, meaning it came from a government vehicle or Wait, government so sources. You're leaning more towards... Um, no, I, I, no, no, I'm not. I'm not leading one way or the other. I'm, I, I'm kind of confused. I'm, I'm going to be in the the camp of I'm undecided. Okay, I am skeptical, yeah. and the reason being is I've seen uh, I, whether these pictures are from the time they say. Uh, first of all, the site it comes from is got a picture of a spaceship coming out of the mist. Uh, in the sky, and that's the very top, and it's called the Arctic UFO Photographs, USS... Trepang. Trepang. Yep. It sounds like something Jerry Lewis would do. <laughs> We're driving the Trepang. <laughs> flaking, dinging, flaking. Um And then the uh, SSN 674, March 1971. This is the Black Vault website, um, where there's a nice little donut button. Donut. Don donut. I can read. <laughs> Donate donuts. Yeah. There's a. What is your ass problem, Jerry? I stepped on his tail by accident. <laughs> That's for the time he scratched me. <laughs> Go make love to something inanimate. <clears throat> and it looks like something out of the. Uh, the uh, uh, what's that movie? Independence. Day. Independence Day. It does look like the mothership coming through the clouds, or it actually uh, kind of a. Uh, Kind of reminds me also of the Hindenburg going up. That you know too. that has that kind of a look. But I, you know, again, you never know. Is I, it smoke from being shot at and being shot down? Is it smoke that the thing created and it's breaking through it? Or is it a picture from uh, the, is it the last Star Wars yeah, where it's right. coming up from the dune and they just mushed out all the empire? Yeah. The, uh, the Millennium Falcon bits and pieces. And so, right, right. Yeah, that kind of a thing. You know, and that's the problem now with a lot of photographs on the internet is just so much. You've got people who are really trying to force the UFO or the, the pro-UFO 
uh, belief that yeah. they're going to make fake the, stuff just yeah, to say, look, right. it's real. And then you've got people who are trying to um, distort it. So they take something like this, which, again, it may just be a floating target for them to hit. Right. And it's nothing more than like a Mylar balloon. That's what's given the metallic. I don't know. The that's f- a good point. Yeah, yeah, Mylar definitely will put off something like that. You know, the fact that uh, the thing that gets me as being real is the fact that they're photographs coming from a, um, uh, a periscope. So it's, you know, the periscope photographs, it's definitely real. Whatever's out there is real. What it is, I don't know. I don't know if it's a target. I've never heard of that. But then again, you don't hear a lot of shit that the government does or the military does. Yeah, that's true. And uh, I've never heard that. I mean, I worked for the the Navy. But then again, I wasn't privy to, you know, what operations and, and training that they do with submarines and big guns on ships. I was small arms. So I knew what we did for, you know, the individual manpower end of it. Just had trouble reaching a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> T-Rex. <laughs> Give him a couple of grabbers. He's unstoppable. <laughs> Do you know why T-Rex died out? Why? They couldn't hug. Couldn't. Oh, that's sad. That's, it is sad. It's, it's a sad joke. The, <laughs> so, I don't know if there would be such a thing. And and it, it it's it true. It's hard weird. to say that that we are the only ones in the universe, especially with the new discovery of all those planets that are right, Earth-like. Right, right, But at the same time, I don't know. It, why is it always when like three or four people are looking yeah. and then they see everything and then when nobody's looking, nothing, or when everybody's looking, nothing happens? Or, right, or it happens in this massive populated area, but only three or four people see it. How does that happen? I can catch Jenny Jingle Jeans walking by and then going to her restroom from like a mile away with my cell phone, but I can't seem to capture an alien ship. Later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they, they say it's because we're not looking up as much. We're all looking down on our phones, which are pointing to the ground as we're typing away with our thumbs. But then you have people that just do nothing but day by day just stare at the sky and, you know, look for something. And there's a lot of people who miscommunicate, you know, misidentify. Again, if this is a target balloon and it's supposed to be vast and big, first of all, why is the Navy shooting it down? I could see the Air Force using balloons to shoot stuff down. Because that's what we do as Americans. I don't understand why. What is that? Kill it. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's all right. Because we get the bare arm. As big as they can be, even if they're on the deck of a boat, we're going to be able to. Well, have we them. could arm bears. <laughs> arm bears. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, don't, I don't understand why a submarine would need a floating aerial target right. to shoot down. That to me is a little odd. Um, and again, like I said, I'm not privy to what the Navy operations are. Right. It does have classic. UFO shaping, like I said, that triangular shape. It's kind of hev- lev- levitating there. So I don't, I don't know. I'm torn. I want to say, yeah, there's there's parts that look real, and then there's parts that uh, uh, the story just doesn't jive with me. So I'm just going to leave it at um, I'm undecided on this one. There's not enough information for me to say one way or the other. And I'll call bullcrap, but at the same time, the possibility is endless. Absolutely. I cannot cut it out, and, and that's hard for me to say. I'll tell you that right now. Speaking of cutting the bull crap, we got to move on to the next subject. Move along and go to, instead of things in the sky, things on the ground, and we'll talk about Bigfoot. 
Now, we're in an area now where we've seen some pretty big feet. <laughs> Nothing of hair. No. But there's I, I been some size just, 13 to 15s walking around. Yeah, and I think those are just those happy hippies that are seeking some magic. Well, I got stuff. clown feet. And look at these toes. <laughs> Whoa. Goodness Look gracious. at those toes. Do you know how many women have seen my toes? And ran away? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just have 13 feet. Not 13 feet, but 13, 13 feet. size. <laughs> are you an octopus? When I run, it sounds like... You're one of them there space aliens. Let me get my shotgun. <laughs> Son, come here. I'm going to tell you something. Okay, Dan. <laughs> like Stewie in that episode where it was the end of the world and he got uh, nuclear poisoning and he turned into a, some kind of like crazy cephalopod monster. <laughs> With the slinky feet. It just <laughs> slithering away like an octopus. So you have size 13s. Yeah, I do. Yeah, you know what they say about guys with big feet? Big shoes. They're big shoes. That's right. Big shoes. Yeah. Got big hands, too. Do you really? Yeah, I wear big gloves. Big gloves. <laughs> I'm disproportionate then. I've got average size feet and big hands. That's <laughs> weird. I know. <laughs> so, how does that work out? So that just means you wear a large helmet, but no neck to put it on. But that's for a different reason. <laughs> I got a piece of tape with my name in the front of it. <laughs> you forget. Got to breathe in. So we, you saw a video. Explain this video you okay. saw that I'm going to be so against. Okay. Now, do we, we have a link for that still? Or yes, we, we do. Okay. Uh, there will be a link up on YouTube where you can find it. Okay. I'll find it. Because I lost it, so I'll I find it. have it. Anyhow, if you need to, you could probably search it if we can't find the link. We had a link. Uh, the government made us erase it, probably. They, yeah, they, Don't say that too loud. I know. They tapped into us. They're trying to find out Girl. our secrets of what we know and trying to shut us down. They're always listening. So here's what happened. Um, I found a quick video saying, is this possibly Bigfoot? And what it was was a camera watching a nest of eaglets, little baby eagles. Mm-hmm. And in the background, just the way the camera was angled, it covered some of the forest floor. I'm going to say two, 300 yards away, maybe, uh, to the, from, from the nest to the forest floor below. Right. And all of a sudden in the video, because those, those cameras run 24 hours a day, they're always watching the eaglets. Um, Supposedly, because of what happened in Washington, D.C., where the eaglets were being watched, and then some idiot figured out where the camera was, climbed up there, and killed the eaglets. And, you know, and that's just wrong. Just leave it alone. So, supposedly, the researchers found this nest, would not say where it was. Smart. Uh, other than in the woods of a particular state. And I think it's in the, uh, in the link. I think it's somewhere around here. <laughs> so, it could be around here. Like that could, one I found before I had those eggs for breakfast. <laughs> Those were great. Those were delicious. They were delicious. A little crunchy. But But anyhow, in the video, all of a sudden you see this uh, bipedal person slash creature thing walking uh, in the distance on the forest floor. And then he kind of climbs over a uh, fallen tree and uh, just kind of hustles through the forest doing his thing. Yeah. Now, I saw the video. And, and, and again, I'm in the undecided column. Before you even ask me, I'm, I'm telling you why I'm undecided. Is it because he's bipedal and you're not sure how you feel about that? No. <laughs> I am torn. I'm trying to change. You know, it's the modern way of thinking. But um, 
It's just so hard to be old school because I used to just be pedal. Just pedal. I know. And now no, when you're you bipedal, it's uh Yeah, and then you're pedal, you know, and then you're just yeah. anti-bipedal, you know, what's wrong with you? But uh, I grew up with a pogo stick, they, uh, <laughs> so I was pedal one time. Go on. Well, anyhow, here's the thing. I, I saw it when he first is rambling through the forest. I don't know. It's just a gray dark gray almost black type of figure walking it could be a guy in a gully suit which is this like head to almost like a, a mesh suit that covers you from your head down to yeah hide uh but you can see the arms moving but then they're kind of big and bulky it's not till he climbs over the log the way he climbed over the log in my opinion was not the way a human being would have done it so either this guy was sophisticated enough to say I got to do it like an animal would, such as a monkey or a gorilla. Knowing the camera was Knowing there. the camera was there. Because I know we've already That's talked about That's where I'm this. at. That's yeah. where you're at, that this person walked by purposely. But when he, when he climbed over the, the, the log, that's that was the cue to me that either this is really real or it, this guy's a, a more sophisticated fake. Right. And so that's why I'm, I'm undecided. So go ahead. You tell me the rest of your opinion. I am of the thought. Well, I want to. I want to go back to what you said about the outfit, the head to foot army outfit thing the, the to hide suit. in the woods yeah, for, the for hunting. Suit. I didn't even think about that until you just said it. And that's yeah. that's probably more of a possibility than not. That that actually will back me up a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and so will those eggs. They'll back <laughs> me up a lot because eagle eggs are thick. <laughs> Um, <laughs> oh, they're going to back you up. Yeah, they'll right. back me up. All right. And you deserve it after eating them, just <laughs> climbing that tree, stealing them from those eggs. Yeah, but with cheese and a muffin. Um, <laughs> and then you know what I had to do for sausage? What? Kill the mom. <laughs> had to put her through the... <laughs> so you had eagle sausage eagle on top sausage of eagle eggs? And eagle eggs. Wow. You call it the freedom sandwich? That's what it is. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> Yum. Um... <laughs> We're not condoning killing. Uh, not at all. But I can see the commercial <laughs> with an echo. They're eagle killers. They're horrible people. <laughs> Come on down. Serve an eagle. Really quick, I want to tell a story in between. There was Westover Market in Arlington, Virginia that got closed for serving lion meat when Redskins were playing against the Lions. Really? Yes. He actually ordered meat from Africa. They arrested him, and that was the last time we ever saw that gentleman. No kidding. And I knew that guy my whole life. Wow. And, uh, yeah, they arrested him and took him away because he was selling lion meat at the market. That was 1980-something. Really? When Redskins were really kicking. And, See, uh, and that, to me, uh, if it's an animal that can be eaten, I don't, you know, the problem is you've got too many people in the United States. And, again, side story here. People are so removed from death and they're so removed from the farm mm-hmm. that they... I literally read a tweet. I'm not lying. The person said, meat is murder. I don't know why people have to kill animals to eat them. Why don't you just go to the market and get meat like everybody else? Or where they make it. They don't make it there. They have to slaughter that animal and bring the meat to the market. You're just missing the part of where the animal gets killed, skinned, and chopped up. You know, and, and it, yeah, you see the nice little package, and they you just sell you the nice little package. Some animals are born with the yellow foam underneath them, exactly with that, cellophane on it. That's the way they're born, and then they get stamped, reduced. That's right. Well, they think literally that it's just like a, a machine that like pumps it all out, and they're like, "There's my chicken patties." No, that's not where it came from. You know, <laughs> your chicken patties came from leftovers. I, I, I just rondelets are just chopped up like turkey parts <laughs> left it. over, right? Exactly. That's all it is. Anyway, back. I'm sorry. Yeah. So I just, I just, I'm, I'm 
it's I'm surprised that the guy got shut down if it's if it's it's just that you know our FDA is so out of control here that um, well I think it was uh, in the 80s I think there was a point when I don't know it might have extinct? been no they were never extinct they might oh. be in and that's the other thing with some of these endangered species I'm a true believer in survival of the fittest and unfortunately you know what if there's one spider in my house, eh, he's not fit to survive because I'm going to squash him. <laughs> but it's an Antarctic I, it, angel spider. You know what? There's Come, only three of those left. I'm not dumb enough to call anybody and say, you want to investigate to see if this is a special spider? It's getting squashed. And I'm not telling anybody about it. So. <laughs> yes, except for you, so investigate. <laughs> um, I, I thought the, the, I saw the same video. Yeah, yeah. Of Bigfoot right. uh, stumbling over a log. I would think if there was a Bigfoot, he ain't stumbling over nothing. Well, I didn't think he stumbled as much as just, I thought the way he moved, he kind of like hopped over it much more. Um, I think he moved like Jagger. Move, Sorry. <laughs> move like Jagger. <laughs> no, he, he had more of a, an animalistic movement there. I, I'm not saying that when I saw him walking, I could say, yeah, and that's the problem with with Bigfoot is that if he's a humanoid creature, yeah, he's going to have human features or human identifying traits like the way he walks. But jumping over the log, I thought he was much more athletic about it yeah. than just a typical person, especially when you're wearing a big heavy suit trying to pretend to be a big oversized creature. You're not going to be that agile, you know? That we'll was tell that opinion. to what's-his-name who played... Uh Chewbacca. The guy barely moved. He could barely walk in the suit. Right, the guy's like eight example. feet tall and, you know, back problems. And well, he's 90. For he's God's 92. <laughs> um, no, I, I'm of the mind that it's a suit and it seemed a little too much. Uh, it seemed a little too, what's the word? Um, obvious that he was in front of the camera yeah I, and i word. get that i get that yeah it so. just seemed a little too uh too uh coincidental and he comes hop skipping along do, 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 arm yeah. swinging hey whoop, right over the thing <laughs> hey like he was gonna go, pow <laughs> and then start i hear you up. i hear you that was me but that was a pretty cool thing yeah yeah I no mean, it was it was a cool video and again just and, and then that means the only two people that know that it was there were Anybody working for that research group. And the Eagles. And the Eagles. And I don't think the Eagles are big enough to pull off a person in a gully suit, you know, jumping Not ever since they broke up. Not without Glenn Fry. (laughs) Since Glenn Fry's gone, it's been been terrible. (laughs) Okay, so that's two for me that I'm saying not enough information. I think there's a possibility, and we've talked about this, and again, ladies and gentlemen, We'll probably cover it again when there's oh, other future sightings. And, I you would know, love whenever. to be wrong. Cause yeah, the, yeah, the and that's of- me too. I want to truly say, hey, listen, I see I was on the side of wanting to be right. I just don't know. I, th- these grainy pictures kind of throw me off. I'm like, come on, you got to give us something better than that. Even these guys come out, I heard howling. Oh, yeah, okay, it's a weird scream. Which I've never heard coyotes or I, you know, and I grew up in a hunting family. We've been out in the woods. We've yeah. heard weird things. I've never heard this. I'm like, what the hell is that? But then again, how do you know it's not one of his buddies doing it from a cliffside? I, because I wasn't yeah. there, you know, and now you're giving give me this video and telling me it's for real. I don't buy it. Even Tyler visits the Colorado exactly. mountains. Some of those he screams. could be practicing. Yep. You never know. Yep. Does and it ever go, 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 go,
<laughs> you ever hear that? No, no. In the middle of the... No, you know what? I, I've only heard two tapes. One was like literally a scream like I just made, and the other one was like this long uh, howl. It was like, I, 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 I'm not doing it justice. I understand. But it was. it actually raised the hairs on my neck because I was like, ooh, that's a creepy that. noise. But I've never heard anything like that yeah. here, you know. And, and again, I'm not Joe Outdoorsman. No, that's fine. When I lived in Arlington, Virginia, there was uh, um, not coyotes, but uh, foxes that would yep. scream at night, and it's not like a human being, and they would do yeah. it really loud. I think just to check out the echo, and it, I would try walking towards it, and all of a sudden I see a fox walking across the street, yeah, yeah. and the way the fox looks to look at and you, and they chirp too. They make like this oh, weird, yeah, high pitched chirp. They freaky looking on their faces, like they know something about your family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's freaky to look at a fox face. <laughs> Very freaky. But uh, even the and so that's two for me that I'm not enough information. I'm I'm not going to give an answer one way okay. or the other. And you're skeptical on both so far. Yep. And okay. that and that ending covers that two minutes too. Right. I'll put that in there. So our third topic is going to be um, Father Malachi Martin. Father Malachi Martin. Very wonderful. We like to call him the M&M. The, the M&M. The holy M&M. The, the holy M&M. There you go. Instead of just the M&M of rap. And, and oh, yeah. I didn't like, even think of rap. I was like, thinking of the chocolate because I'm fat. Oh, <laughs> That's all I thought about. I didn't even think about the rap the guy. Divine, the yeah. divine M&M. All right. Father Malachi, real quick. Uh, if any of you don't know who he is, um, two, two quick little tidbits. He's a gentleman that I met that I... Uh, a tribute to changing my life, putting me back on the Saving straight your now. life, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and he was well known as a, um, probably the most famous uh, demonologist, or excuse me, exorcist, exorcist priest. Right. Um, and of course, you know, you got so many people out there saying, well, he gave up being a priest, so he's not legit, and, and this and that, and it doesn't matter. Uh, when I met the man... Um, we just had general conversations, and believe it or not, our conversations led around our fourth topic, and it was more about reincarnation. Never even mentioned that he was a demonologist or a um, exorcist priest. Right, that blew my mind because later, I a couple years later, I heard a radio show, and they mentioned his name. I'm like, that's the guy I met. So, that there, there you go. He's a uh, uh, exorcist priest. Right. And Netflix has just put up a show about him called Hostage to the Devil. And it's a documentary about Father Malachi, the people that were around him leading up to his last and final exorcism. And they all believe that it caused his death. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of people in the show. Totally blew my mind. Um, one is also a former Jesuit priest who got married and accuses him of being a complete fraudster. And Fraudster? A fraudster. He's a fraud! I tell you, a fraud! And uh, allegedly sleeping, or flirting at least, with that man's wife. Oy. And That's not nice. Father Malachi claims, uh, to the day he died, that, or at least as far as I know, that the one thing he continued of his three vows, vows of um, chastity, poverty, um, and obedience. Yeah, he was obedient to the to the Pope, even though he he gave up his vow of poverty in order to 
support himself in being an author and a writer as well as pursuing this exorcism right. uh, avenue. But he also stayed faithful to chastity. He said that he never pursued indulgence of the flesh. Beautiful. That's what he said in interviews. We never talked about it. Again, I only met the man three or four times for a few hours at a time. And the most was more just talking about life in general, what I'm doing, and what my thoughts were of of death, of mm-hmm. the afterlife. And that led into conversations about reincarnation and the discussions of multiple you know, uses of the soul and, and, and whatnot. So, again, like I said, I didn't know anything about this other person or this other life that he led. And that's pretty freaky to see him yeah, yeah. doing what he did. Doing what he did. And again, I, you know, I get a documentary. Here's my problem with the documentary. It was very dry. And the people involved, uh, the people that were on his side and said that this last exorcism led to his death, um, I totally believe them. I, you know, they were there. I, I wasn't. Uh, I got the genuine feeling that this was a very likable, honest person when I met Father Malachi. And these people felt the exact same way. Now, the, the gentleman who claims that he was a fraud and slept with his wife or flirted with his wife, one of the two. Well, yeah, he, so he's covering they, they his gotta, they gotta, Yeah, they always got to throw in these documentaries somebody who is against or biased to the individual or to the subject matter. No pun intended, devil's, devil's advocate. Devil's advocate. So I got yeah. up to, supposedly this, this exorcism happened in Connecticut, and ironically... Watching the movie. Hey, we live there. We live. We do. Oh Not my here God. in Colorado in the mountains waiting for this guy wearing a suit the about suit. being <laughs> not a bipedaled pedal dude. <laughs> he better not have one of them flags either. I'm we tired do. of the flags. I know. The bipedals. <laughs> the bipedals. Where they have like one flags. pedal from a bicycle and he hits you with it. Showing off his feet all the time. I, I don't know. know to see that. Gross. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> so instead of the equal sign for equality, it's just two feet. Two next toes. Two toes. <laughs> but pedalism. Hangnail. <laughs> so the thing uh, that I was watching, I was watching one of the guys, he was driving from New Jersey to Connecticut, and he said he was his unofficial driver. Yeah. You watched it, right? I, I, I only, as you can see right there, I saw 63 minutes of the 96 minutes. Yeah, and that's probably where I tapped out too, just because unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it was so dry. Yeah. It was actually excruciating to watch. As much as I wanted to more hear more. Music and more video instead of talking. Yeah, yeah. They, there they was, got it was, into the little, and you see a picture of him just sitting there. My life is what you're watching, you know. But he doesn't yeah, say anything, I know. and it's like, okay, this is artsy fartsy more than documentary, it, it, right? You know, it was kind of like those uh, 1980s British documentaries. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, episode 17 of 933 of my days in the Sahara Desert, and today is underground of sand. sand. One. Oh yeah. Oh stop! <laughs> How did you even get funded for this? <laughs> But, yeah, that's what I felt like I was watching. I was just like, oh, you're just dragging this out. But yeah. getting back to the guy who was the driver. Yes. Once he got up to Connecticut. We're from there. Go ahead. We're from there. That's where uh, that said, And he started showing. I'm like, all right, now, now I'm, 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 I'm intrigued. I want to see more of what's going on. And uh, I'm literally watching where he's driving. 
And these are places that I deliver on my route. Oh, so awesome. I recognize the route, and I believe I found the actual house where this last exorcism was held. Dude, we got to do a show from there. Got to do a show from there? Yeah. <laughs> now, here's the thing. I don't think that's where the people live. I think the people came there who had the possessed daughter. Yeah. And he did the exorcism at that house. But they were talking about how this little girl... And unfortunately, I think it would have been more of an interesting story to talk about the little girl and maybe more about her exorcism and whether or not she... And again, like I said, I tapped out, so I don't know how it finished. Right. But folks, go to Netflix. Yeah, pull if you have up, Netflix, check it out. I'm sure maybe you can it's even find Hostage this. It's called Hostage to the Devil. You might be able to find this on YouTube by now. Maybe. Yeah, Somebody parts of probably it. put it there. Or you can find more information about them or other people who are haters or disbelievers of them. And, you Father know. Malachi Martin. Yep. He was a good guy. He, he, he helped you out. Yep. He did yep. a lot of work for a lot of people for free, so... I'm of the mind where, you know, I, I believe that if you stick around and sloth yourself to death, any of the seven deadly sins, you're in, you're in for one heck of a possessional problem. So you think that maybe he was more open? The, the, what the show ended up, let's, let's wrap this up with uh, the show's basic bottom line was that this last exorcism, because he was, he'd made himself more vulnerable for years and years of doing exorcisms that eventually he became the target. They believe that the little girl was not possessed for the girl's soul, but as bait to trap him. So this is like the movie, the right with, um, Michael Caine, not Michael Caine. Um, is it Michael Caine? I don't know. I didn't see Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins. Yes, yes. And now you're right. And yeah. and that's supposed to be Malachi Martin in that movie. I, I remember they even say that in this. Really? Yeah, I did not I forgot know that. about that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. Uh, and he becomes possessed or or it ends up consuming him physically to the point where it, it caused his death. That's what they're trying to say. I don't know or how he Or did he believe that he was, uh, this is just a thought, not any mm-hmm. backing of this at all. Did he feel that he was so possessed that he was like, okay, this is, this went the wrong way south. They got me. I'm going to take myself out. Mm, no, I don't believe that. I don't believe he'd, he'd, he'd end his own life. But I think, did he willingly go in there knowing that he could that be happen. possessed or that could happen? I would yeah. think he would yeah, do I that think, every single possession. I think he would do it every single time, too. Yeah. And not so much to kind of like uh, entice the devil or... Taunt, no, taunt he, the devil, but he, he truly he's strong believed. enough to right. He to truly handle believed, it. and he, and he knew the consequences. He talked about that in several of his interviews that he had seen younger and stronger priests uh, succumb and be physically beaten, mentally beaten down by the whole process of being. But the afterlife the from that is beautiful, and they know that. Yeah. They, they know that that God will take the take him in his arms and say thank Absolutely. you for trying to save one of my children's. Absolutely. So the daughter, I'm guessing, is walking around fine, working as a Walmart greeter. Probably, or or better. I mean, she was ten years old, nine so, or ten. Yeah, when she was working younger, at Walmart. So. If you want to see her, she's working in the spice rack. <laughs> spice. This one's really hot. <laughs> this one's al caliente. Al caliente. <laughs> 
or uh, or she's perfectly fine and be like, I don't know what happened. Yeah, that, that was, that's normally how it comes. Like about. a like a college girl after you know Saturday morning. I don't know what happened last night. That, that was so good. Give me a crazy another bloody Mary. <laughs> My God, I, I guess we were going in saying I want a tequila shooter, and then the next thing I know, I woke up and I'm in the boys' dorm. What happened? Yeah, no, and they were like <laughs> stirring it in a trash can, but I took a cup. <laughs> Yeah, okay. So delicious. That I don't get. I truly don't get how people could just block out horrible memories. I got horrible memories and I remember them. That's why they're called memories. You got to give give credence to that date rape crap where Uh, people put that drug in the thing. Yeah, but you know what? And pay attention to your drink. I blacked out drinking. I admit that. I blacked out drinking. I I kind of remember. I could put pissed bits and pieces together i mean remember the night before yeah I, you know i woke up uh, honestly god i woke up with a shiner one time and i'm like what the hell the hell did this happen and um i'm playing it back in my head and i was then i remembered yeah I, I pissed some dude off and he just sucker punched me at the bar and my friends dragged you know they, they were like they added to the story oh yeah we had to drag you out and you were being an asshole you were so belligerent and and you know the guy hit me and the next thing i know i wake up i got this nice shiner and uh but I was like, okay, you know, and I just moved on with it. It's I, granted, I, rape is a totally different thing. You know, that would that would definitely be hard. Well, I turned a corner. <laughs> um, Speaking of turning a corner, let's turn this corner. I, I I was so drunk one night, I brought home a Shriner. What? Yeah, <laughs> Shriner. Yeah, I brought home a Shriner, and we just sat around and talked about the days of yore. It was so weird. Oh my! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> You ever been so drunk you brought home a Shriner? No. No, that was... That's, that's I was like, what drunk. the hell is this Shriner doing here? And then they told me the night before. Yeah, Father Malachi, uh, I, he, I truly believe he truly believed everything he did, uh, he didn't legitly. Amen. Uh, you know, I'm with you on that. that. Um, I'm not sold that most possessions... Are legitimate possessions. I think a lot of it is fabricated by the person to either create attention or mental disability of some sort. Right. I, I'm, and he even say that you know that the, the first thing they do would send them rule to a out. rule it out by sending them to a psychologist or sociologist. I I, I just don't. I'm not going to say I don't believe in the devil. I think the devil's more of a fabrication of most people's imagination, and then they. They want to act bad or they want to do something that they feel uh, goes against their beliefs. So they, they blame it on the devil and they blame, oh, I was possessed yeah, at I'm, the time. I'm still of the, the greatest thing that he ever did with pull off is that he doesn't exist, that whole thing. I, I think he's there and I think he's he's working his ass off trying to, especially now with Trump in office, he's overtiming. But uh, yeah, but, I think but he, you can't have good without the bad you can't right. have the light without the dark you know so it's it's a balance yeah and and that balance exists in all of us that's why i think a lot of people demon squirrel another demon squirrel <laughs> another red-tailed squirrel during this conversation oh, yeah he's out there yeah that could be the devil it could be the devil 
but yeah, so I'm with you. I think Marys. He, I think he works really hard on <laughs> on saving people, and I think that he has a a beautiful place up there, and and I think he was a good person. I do too. I do too. So yeah. as far as the video goes, um, I, I think it's worth watching if you you know you like dry documentaries, or if you just want to learn more about him and you know the untimely History. passing. I just uh, I I I just don't know. Um, about the whole possession aspect in individuals. So, Father Malachi kind of leads into topic number four, and this was more. Um, this is more a rebuttal to your show on with, with Doug, Doug yes. on uh, Pap- Pastor and the Pappy. Get that? Got it? Got it? Get it? Got it? <laughs> yes, the Pastor and the Pappy. Pastor and the Pappy. So you guys talked about reincarnation and uh, kind of speak, you know, when we talked about Father Malachi, kind of sparked me a little bit. I understand. That uh, that was the whole conversation that Father Malachi and I got into. It was our deepest conversation. Oh, was cool. talking okay. about reincarnation. And I just wanted to rebut a little bit because you guys mentioned it. Um, and it's been a little while since I listened to the show, but huh? <laughs> well, the whole show was about it. Um, and I, yeah. I am not one that believes in reincarnation, but I threw it out there to see what Doug thought about it. And I thought it'd be a good topic to discuss. Plus it was my turn to come up yeah, with you a topic. Sucker punched him with that. He, you yeah, hear he his voice, but he, he was a good sport about very, it. Very, very good. Yep. Yeah. And he, and he went along now. Um, he, he definitely took the traditional Christian view that, you know, your your body is one and done, and he used biblical verse to back that up, right? which I totally get. I just wanted to throw out there a couple of things, just food for thought, and not so much for Doug, but for people in general, that um, historically, uh, Christ and his followers believed in reincarnation because it was a known... Um, topic of their time and 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 i found biblically that there's a couple of verses uh in the new testament where uh where it comes into play and a lot of people who are catholic or christian who believe in reincarnation use these verses to to support their argument and one of them has to do with uh the 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 um I, and and Doug, forgive me, and everybody else. I don't remember the actual verses, but you'll find the, you'll know where they are. There's a story of the uh, disciples bringing a blind man before Jesus, and uh, they say, "Jesus, why is this man blind? He was blind from birth. So is it his sins or his parents' sins? What, what? Why is he blind? Why would God inflict him with blindness?" And in Jesus, instead of saying, hey, listen, you guys are talking about reincarnation, if you're saying that this was his man's sins before birth, he right. doesn't do that. Instead, he just goes, well, you know, um, no, it's that's it's neither of those things. It's because he's just, you know, he's been blinded by the devil and he needs and he puts mud in, spits in the ground, which is a sign of contempt for man and um, and our sinful ways. And then he rubs the mud into his eyes to give him vision. But that's one of the one of the verses that believers of reincarnation and biblical proof of it go to that they were like, hey, look, we believe that he committed sins in his prior life. That's why he's blind and that's why he's inflicted. So you're saying so basically you're saying this person was born with these ailments. Are they being punished for something they did in a previous life? That's what you're implying, because there's no other reason to punish somebody when they haven't been born to do anything bad yet. What about their their uh, 
uh, siblings or, or parents if they're punishing them. Why would... Well, think of it this way. Your brother commits horrible crimes, and then you're born. Why would you take on his... Why would you be born cripple as punishment for what he did? That doesn't sound fair to because you. Because that way he has to take care of me. And yeah, just like baby James. If, if he's committing crimes or if he's a, if his criminal element... You are in that he, chair, Blanche. I don't think he's giving to... No, I don't there. either. I, I, I don't know. I was throwing that out there. Yeah, no, no, no. I, and, and it's a fair argument because yeah. people say that. that well, well, Your family's cursed. It's, it's the, yeah, right. It's the sins of the family. It's the right. sins of the parents. Parents don't care. They're just looking at it like, oh, great. Now I got this invalid child I got to deal with. And some people, I'm, granted, are very loving and say, hey, look, this is oh, my, yeah, yeah, my yeah, offspring. Yeah. But if they're that horrible people that they've committed sins that are so egregious to God that he's going to smite their child with you know, the lack of ability to walk or see or whatever, mm, to me that— It's doubtful. It's very doubtful. Very I doubtful. And that I doesn't have said it. I'm sorry. No, no, no. And, 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 but, no I feel but, bad for that. I got Catholic guilt. Well, you see, and that's the thing, that I think a lot of Christians feel that God would punish a child— for the parents' sins, and that's not the way it works. Right. Yeah, you know, and that's that's where it's wrong. And that, and why would God be so spiteful? To oh, you, your mom was mad, and she didn't go to church, so you don't get to walk tomorrow. You know, that's I don't buy that. Yeah. I don't buy that at all. I get like later in life, if you've done bad things or if you've been living a very crappy life in general. What about the devil? The bad things happening. Well, that's a different avenue, and I never actually gave that any thought. So, but the but the, the thought of reincarnation—that's gotcha. what we're talking about. I'm sorry. Here. So, no, 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 no. And that's no, a good, I failed you. It's a good question that I never thought of. Okay. <laughs> but we're just talking about reincarnation. And the other thing, another biblical verse to back it up. Yes. Is uh, Herod believes that John the Baptist was actually Elijah, who was a. Um, prophet from hundreds of years earlier had mm-hmm. come back. So Christians who are opposed to it just say, no, they're saying that he he acted like Elijah or he was embodying the thoughts of Elijah. Right. Where opponents of or people who believe in um, reincarnation say, no, what he's actually saying, because it was a known belief of the time, was that they really believe that Elijah came back in, in that body of John the Baptist. And, uh, and, and, I, and I'm kind of for it myself. I'm, I'm a believer of it. I believe it's a possibility. And another thing that I think, you know, back in those days, and, and you always hear this to this day, your, your body is a vessel for your soul. Yes. Well, a bottle of wine is a vessel for the wine. If you pour it into a glass, it's still wine. It's just now in a new vessel, a new carrying container. So your soul doesn't change. If it changes bodies. So if you die tomorrow, and I'm not wishing that on you. Don't say that. <laughs> but you come back in 25 years in another country as another person, it's still your soul. Your soul made that decision to travel back and take on a new life. And it's just now in a new vessel. So the body is nothing more than the difference from a vase to a bottle of wine to the magnum of wine. The, 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 the wine is still wine no matter what you put it in. Right. Just like the soul. The soul's still you. That's your true identity, your ego. That just goes to a different body. And, and uh, so I think it's very possible. And, and Father Malachi and I talked about this, that he believed that one of the problems 
was when mankind was first made that there was always going to be so many returning souls so these older souls could help adjust the new souls. New souls come into existence, they're crazy, they're out of control because now the soul just wants to run wild because you're in a body. I could do yeah. everything, feel, touch, pain, love, everything, go nuts. Where the older souls already experienced that. And this is where that thinking, that, that, that Western philosophy or Eastern philosophy of, of nirvana, that you relive lives to come back and achieve nirvana, and that way you don't have to ever come back, is that each time you're learning a little bit more about life and how to deal with life and, right. and, and to achieve the best life while here. So that's something that, um, you know, I just wanted to clarify, because you guys no, mentioned the, the Western philosophy of, of uh, karma, and you mentioned about animals, you know, transforming animals. Yeah, I always wanted to spend a day in my dog's body and see I, I what that was you. like. Just yeah, no, for I don't blame you. I think, I think it would be cool to uh, maybe shapeshift into an animal and be the animal and do those activities. That would day be for and- a day or something. But uh, the thing about reincarnation into animals was that a lot of Eastern, or I should say, yeah, Eastern philosophies were, that was reserved for a punishment because those are lower life forms than human beings. Right. So, but they're so cute. Yeah. So you actually Pudgy lose ability. Puppy, <laughs> so you lose your humanity. So it's a, yeah. that's a punishment by being turned into lower life forms like right. that. But coming back as another human being was considered you didn't learn all of life's lessons and you're giving a second chance to do that. And, and you're doing it. Your soul is aware. Your spirit is aware of what you've achieved and what you've done, but the body isn't the body. It's almost like driving a car. You take your hands off the steering wheel while it's still going. It's going to kind of bend, uh, you know, depending on what kind of tires you have or the alignment, the car's going to weave or move the way it wants to go. Right. You put it in gear the transmission kicks in, it's going to move on its own. You don't need to step on the gas or the brake. It'll, it'll do that. So you as the driver control where the, the car is going to go. The difference is that I think where free will comes into play is you're the, in the driver's seat and you're saying, do this. You're not in the driver's seat, excuse me. You're kind of like in the passenger seat. Saying, right, I got you. You need to turn left. You, you know, if you turn right, you're going down a road of pain and sorrow and heartbreak. But turn left, things are going to work out. The the guy in the car is going. I don't know. The side to the left uh, it's kind of hard, but the side to the right looks easy. I'm going to yeah. go the easy route. So now your soul's kind of along for the ride, and you're trying to trying to get that. Adjust, adjust that. You know, I know that's a bad analogy, but I understand. You're not comp- the, the soul's not completely in, ch- in charge because of free will. So you right. have, the, you know, and God puts that out there and says, "Look, I'm giving you choices. You've got to decide to make the right choice." And uh, and all religions believe that that you are given by the divine creator a a choice in either making good decisions or bad decisions. You Very know, and true. Um, it's very easy to sit on our duffs and eat, you know, hostess cupcakes all day and watching Netflix. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. It's a lot harder to get out, go down to the gym, 
you know, and stand on the treadmill and work out for 20 minutes. Uh, that's sweaty. I'm tired. My it's muscles hurt. Just as hard for you. Just as hard to go down to the gym and eat Twinkies staring at somebody <laughs> else while they're working out. <laughs> yep. Drinking uh, Gatorade in that, front of them. That's right. That's right. I brought my Gatorade. As a matter of fact, my I'm homie. mad thirsty. I'm mad thirsty. I think the main reason I brought up... Uh, uh, reincarnation to Doug. Yeah, it was just I had to come up with the topic, yeah. and um, and earlier I saw this uh, YouTube video on a guy who thought he was somebody else at one time, and I was like, it's such a and and mostly because when I was growing up, I I always wanted to spend just even ten minutes, yeah, in my dog's body because I love my puppies. Yeah, and yeah. just to see what it's like to be that cute and fluffy. And what do they think of it? Do they get a ego because, well, you're so pretty. Yeah, I am. Yep, and, yep. Uh, you know, what it's like to eat the crap treats all the time, but they love it. I don't think they care what they eat. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just always curious. No, you know, and I think that what happens in the afterlife is much more grandiose and much more glorious than what we've been taught as Christians of just being hellfire and punishment and you know clouds of billowing white and and love i I had a near-death experience we've talked about this in the past i think that woke my mind up to a much larger vision of heaven or afterlife than than what we've been taught than what we all kind of believe and i i think there's plenty of books plenty of places you guys can do some research on your own just to get some more information i'm not trying to convert anybody no no, um, we're just yapping about just it. Just yapping, just yapping, and uh, so I think I think it's a, a great possibility that people can be reborn and have multiple lives. I was once Tiny Tim. You couldn't have been Tiny Tim because Tiny Tim was alive when you were alive. Yeah. So maybe, maybe you were influenced by Tiny Tim. I was. You better not be tiptoeing through my tulips, young man. You get the hell out of my yard. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the end of the show. Thank right? you so much for doing this. You're welcome. And uh, and I'm sorry we took so long to do it. And hopefully we'll have better topics yeah. in the future. No, this is cool. We got four in one. So yeah. there you go. You got four for your dollar. Four for your dollar. So, everyone. That's 25 cents back on a dollar there, friend. Th- there you go. That and a 250 will get you a cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Change on $3. There you go. <laughs> hey, the show's free. That doesn't cost them anything. That's true. So, That's I hope true. you enjoyed your free show. That's right. <laughs> and if you really like the show, let us know. Send us an email at instrumentally at gmail.com, or you can even hit contact at zerbinator.wordpress.com right up there in the menu. There you go. Please do. Give us topics if you want to yeah. want us to research something, talk about something. We'd love to do it. We're going to try to do a show upcoming on the Titanic and talk about the Olympus and the Titanic and see yes. what we think. Yep. I would like to do another ghost show because a friend of mine, uh, Jeff DeMarco, his mom would love to be on the show. Okay. So I figured we would dial her in and listen to her story and tell her whether she's telling the truth or not. Absolutely. <laughs> Which... Might ruin my friendship with my friend Jeff DeMarco. <laughs> Your mom's a liar. <laughs> she's a no, liar. I'm kidding. She can't handle the truth. Yeah. <laughs> no, she's going to, I want her to tell us the story because she does have some pretty cool stories. Yep. Yeah. 
that's the one thing about this show is we're going to have reoccurring topics. You know, yeah. there's only reoccurring bad dreams. I mean, I hate the Loch Ness monster, UFOs, Bigfoot, and ghosts. That's pretty much. The, you get crypto, cryptozoology. Zoology. Well, that's two of the monsters right there Ghosts, we just talked about. And and alien life forms. Alien life forms. And that's so, it in this type of realm. Yeah, it's, there's not much more to it. So, mm-hmm. uh, But we, we, we're we still trying to work on getting an interview from somebody. I've been emailing the crap out of them. Really? I'm still, yeah, yeah we're going to keep that quiet, but I'm, I'm working I'm working an angle trying to do something there. Gosh, that so, would be great. Yeah, at least maybe get more ghost stories in because people Newton like is that. such a dick, isn't he? Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I want to let you know that I'm glad that you gave me a call. <laughs> and I'd love to be on your show. Excellent. I love it. <laughs> this is going to be outstanding. <laughs> Smashing. So, folks. Uh, to close out the show, like I always like to say, may you always remain open-minded as you search for the answers to life's mysteries. You. Thank you, Wilbur. All of Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Zerbinatorland, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372. Okay. Well, 1205. Uh, okay. That means yes. And Phil Good boy, Phil. And then you throw him a salmon and he claps his hands and he goes running back to the lake. <laughs> Belly flopping in. <laughs> I gotta stop breathing out and breathing more. And then on a starry night, he might come back. <laughs> <laughs> He's Philip. He's Philip. So, all right. <laughs>